Welcome to the Influency Podcast. I'm Hadar, and this is episode number 15. And today, we're going to talk about the compound effect. Welcome to another episode of the Influency Podcast. I'm super thrilled that you're here. I hope you are well, and I hope you feel pretty good about yourself right now. And if you're not, then let's think of a really good reason why you should feel good about yourself. So take a moment, think about it. I feel good about myself right now because it's a Friday morning and I'm recording this podcast. So that makes me feel good about myself because I feel accomplished, even though I would rather do other things right now, because Friday here in Israel is like a half day off. And I, for most of my life, I used to just spend Fridays at home with my family. And recently I've been working every single Friday morning recording episodes or making videos. Now there is a nice advantage to it because I'm, it's really quiet. No one's working around here. And I feel like I can, I have my own space to create. My team is not here. It's just me and the microphone. So it's a huge plus to do it on a Friday. I also feel that once I do that every Friday or every other Friday, I batch up a lot of content that I can share with you. And this is the most valuable thing about it. Now, why am I telling you all of that? Because today we are going to talk about the fact that taking small actions every single day lead to huge results. That's the compound effect. And it's going to sound to you both obvious and mind-blowing at the same time, because what I'm going to share with you today is really something that we take for granted, but we don't fully think about it or we don't think thoroughly about it, especially when it comes to improving English, but also when it relates to anything else in life, your business, your life, your work, your health, your body, everything, 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 your family, your kids, your spouses, friends, whatever, everything in life, like your relationships. So it's really the secret to success as I see it and as I've experienced it. The first time I was introduced to the compound effect was through a podcast called The Life Code School by Brooke Castillo. She was talking about the compound effect and how she has come to learn about it and how it relates to everything that she talks about on her podcast and in her teaching. And by the way, check out the Life Coach School podcast. It really gave me a great prism to look at life through. And by the way, looking at something through a prism is basically a figurative way for saying that you are gaining clarification or distortion of an idea using a certain viewpoint. So you have this perspective of something or you have a certain viewpoint that allows you to gain clarification as to what you're looking at, or it distorts what you're seeing. Okay. So that is looking through the prism of something. 
Okay, back to the compound effect. So I learned about it first on the Life Code School podcast, and then I decided to watch a few more videos about it, and I saw how it relates, how it deeply relates to English and everything that we do. And I've shared it with my students on the Accent Makeover program and my followers, and people loved it. It really hit the nail on the head when we talked about the compound effect. So I decided to discuss it here. But for that, it wasn't enough for me, just this idea. I really wanted to dive deep into the whole concept. So I read the book. This book is called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Now, he has a really interesting life story that he tells us in the first chapter of his book, but he's a very successful business person, entrepreneur. He's the publisher and chief editor of the Success Magazine. And you can read about him more. Obviously, he's an author as well. So I read the book, actually. I listened to the book on Audible. Most of the books that I consume are audiobooks because I just do things on the go, especially read books or listen to books. By the way, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to get a free trial to Audible where you can get one credit and you can actually download a full book with one credit. So you can use this link to download the compound effect if you want to find out more. It's Audible's free trial and I'm going to post a link to it in the show notes. So I listened to the book and I have discovered that basically what he does there is he takes this one simple yet profound concept and he breaks it down and he gives a lot of examples and imageries and ideas for you to think about that you can apply this concept and be motivated about it in your day-to-day life. So I took the best of the ideas laid out in that book and I'm going to share them with you today. And of course, I'm going to connect it to English, how it relates to language learning, to speaking English, to gaining confidence, so on and so forth. I'm also going to share with you a few examples from my life, how the compound effect, doing it without knowing that that's what it is, has helped me become the person I am today. So let's talk about how the compound effect can make or break our English. Let's begin by defining the word compound. I googled compound, define, and it says a thing that is composed of two or more separate elements, a mixture. That's the noun. And the adjective is made up or consisting of two or more existing parts or elements. So I guess an adjective would be the right term here because it's the compound effect. Effect is the noun, so compound is an adjective. And in this case, an effect that is made up or consists of two or more existing parts or elements, right? So a sequence of elements that comprise this effect. By the way, you can also use it as a verb, and that means to make up or to constitute. An example here is a dialect compounded of Spanish and Dutch. (laughs) That's a funny example Google uses. A dialect compounded of Spanish and Dutch, right? So it's a verb as well. 
The compound effect, according to Darren Hardy, is the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. I'll say it again. The compound effect is the principle according to which you reap huge rewards, you succeed in what you are trying to do simply by making small, smart choices and sticking to them. So that basically means that if you take action or you make a smart choice every single day and you're consistent and you stick to it, even though that specific choice and action or decision doesn't give you a lot of value at that exact moment, or you don't see the benefit of it, or you don't see any results right away, doing it consistently is the only way for you to actually achieve what you want to achieve or to reach success. Let me give you an example from my own personal experience. When I was in school, when I studied acting and I had speech and pronunciation classes, we had to drill the sounds every single day. Now, I think I was probably the only student in class that actually did the work. First, because most of them were Americans and for them it had less value and it was easier for them. But for me, I was a non-native speaker. I had an accent. I had to put in the work. And even though I would practice every single day, I would still hear an accent. I would still hear that there is a difference between my THs and other people's THs. And I would hear that there is something different and I wouldn't be able to put my finger on it. And I would still practice every single day. So I would still do the drills and all that ta-ta-ta-da-da-da-na-na-na-la-la-la that I had to do every single day for a full year and all the tongue twisters and weird, weird sentences written in the book for actors that I had no idea what like 90% of the words were. I kid you not. <laughs> the book's name is Speak With Distinction and send me a DM. Tell me if you know this book on Instagram at hadar.accentsway. But if you don't, I think you can even look it up. It's a speech book for teachers by a speech guru called Edith Skinner. And the sentences were really smart because there was repetition of sounds there. And, you know, like the choice of words was really brilliant. Only these words were not really used in the contemporary English language. So I had no idea what these words were. And imagine the embarrassment when I, when I had to read out loud these sentences in class, having no idea how to pronounce those words or what they even meant. So I wouldn't even know how to use my intonation correctly. But still, I would do these exercises. That's what I had available. And I knew that at some point it would make sense, even though I didn't really feel it every single day. And I would do it over and over and over and over again. And by the end of the first year, I still felt behind in terms of my speech and my abilities, but I have put in the work. And over the summer, during the summer break, I took some private speech classes with my coach and she gave me some exercises that I think I would have never been able to go through or do or understand how to do them correctly had I not put in all the work beforehand. And 
all of a sudden, by the end of the summer, I felt this massive change in my speech. All of a sudden, things were simple. And I remember coming into class the first day in the second year, and people would be like, ooh, you sound great. Now, mind you, I have put in the work every single day the previous year, and no one has told me, hey, you sound great, right? There wasn't much of a change, but then at some point, everything came together. I did a few tricks and kind of like transitions with my, with how I perceive spoken English, and boom, something changed. People started noticing. I felt encouraged to continue. Okay, so that's my experience with a compound effect. Even though I didn't really see immediate results, I still persisted. And then the change was significant. Like listening to me a year before and a year later, you would think these are two different people. Another example of the compound effect that I could share is my YouTube channel. I have been putting out content for four and a half years. And the first, I think, two years of having a YouTube channel, I would upload a video every single week, every single week. And during the first two years, it would only get like a few hundred views. And I would have, I think I had about a thousand or two thousand subscribers. It gradually, you know, the numbers were rising, obviously, but it has been a very slow increase. Very slow. I remember that like a thousand views within a few days was a reason to celebrate. And it was because it was speaking to a thousand people and that is incredible. And at the time, I was thrilled about it. But a lot of times people that see other YouTubers or successful teachers teaching online, they think, oh, like they they became successful overnight. They had this one video and they became famous about it and that's it. But the truth is that there was a lot of consistent, diligent, tedious work that was put into this that led up to that one video that blew up. And I remember for me, it was like a couple of videos that were extremely successful in comparison to all the other videos that got, you know, a few hundred views. And that to me wasn't this content that I shared on that specific video. It's really all the videos that have led up to that exact video, because I wouldn't be able to create that video successfully, to make it successful, to make my message super clear, to be as comfortable and free on video as I was. If I hadn't created those dozens and dozens of previous videos beforehand, right? If I hadn't created some sort of platform to start spreading the word or, in, or spreading that idea. So even you listening to me here right now is a result of the compound effect of me creating consistent content once or even twice a week for over four years. So now when I share content, I already have 
a nice base of people who would listen and who would follow me and buy my courses. But it took a lot of consistent work that didn't pay off really, because I was investing a lot of time and energy and money into it without seeing any results, without selling anything, without leveraging into consistent income, I would just create content. But these were smart choices that I made every single week to keep on sharing content that led into my success today, being able to reach out to more people. I now have, I think, 230,000 subscribers on YouTube. This podcast has been up for not even a month, and I already have about 60,000 downloads, which is remarkable, or 70,000 downloads, I think, by now. And it's crazy. It's remarkable. But it's all thanks to that consistent work. Now, why am I telling you all of that? And I'm going to give you a few more examples that he shares in his book, because when it comes to English, it's all about the compound effect, because Showing up and speaking up every single day doesn't seem much. It doesn't seem like it might help you. It doesn't seem like you're making a difference. Practicing on Sunday doesn't make you fluent on Monday. And drilling words with R on Tuesday won't make you use the R smoothly on Wednesday or the following Wednesday or the following Wednesday. That's the real truth. Speaking at work every single day wouldn't feel like much. Or practicing with a conversation partner every week doesn't seem like much. And the day after, you don't feel and see any results. It's just like when you go out running the first day. The next day, you notice that you haven't lost all that way that you had planned to lose. And... You quit after the 10th or 20th day because you don't see the results. And you're like, what's the point? I'm not in shape just yet. It's still painful. I haven't lost that weight. And same thing with speaking or practicing English or learning a new grammar rule. Do you really think that learning the past perfect would make it easy for you to use immediately in tomorrow's conversation? The answer is no. You got to learn it and learn it and relearn it and use it and then use it again and then use it again in practice. And you got to practice it and understand it and observe it and become aware of it and then think about it and test it and then use it and use it and use it again and choose to use it and decide to use it artificially, even if you you don't have to. And then maybe... A few weeks will go by, a few months will go by, and you'd be like, I can't believe this was an issue for me before. I can't believe I once confused the past simple with a past perfect or the present perfect with a past perfect. So funny. But that exact moment where you're like, that change where you go from ambiguity to clarity is not distinct whenever it comes to the compound effect. Because you make small choices every single day and you actually don't see this incremental growth. 
You don't feel better every single day. You usually feel the same. And then one day you realize that you are a totally different place. Now, it doesn't need to be related to actions that you actually take. The compound effect also talks about things that you don't do. Let's say avoid conversations. Every time you make a choice, you make a decision to not speak, to not attend a conversation, to not state your opinion, it's a choice that is taking you further away from where you want to be. Because just like you decide to take action and practice every single day, and that would lead to your success in English and to you becoming more fluent, you deciding just not to do it, not to speak up, is taking you further away from your goal. Because by not speaking, you are saying no to the opportunity of speaking, of actually practicing. So if you take two people, one would speak anyway, despite the resistance every single day in a meeting versus another person that would avoid speaking every single day in a meeting, only saying yes, no, and sure, that's a good idea. And then maybe writing that idea over email after it to everyone or talking about it to someone else that that person would pitch their idea. But that person, that person B is not really speaking. And person A is speaking with mistakes and, you know, making an attempt to show up and, you know, even if that person gets stuck or whatnot. Within a year, person A would have no issues communicating clearly, fully feeling confident about speaking, maybe with a few issues, but still, like after having done that every single day for a year, at some point, it just gets better. It just stops bothering you. Just like with jogging, the first few times are excruciating, painful, impossible. You get through like half a mile and you want to die. But if you do that every single day for a year, you would be able to run a marathon. That's just facts. Human facts. That's how we work. That's how our, our system is built. So if you jog in English every single day, instead of deciding not to do it, taking a decision to avoid, then within a year, you'd be able to run marathons, English marathons, versus person B that wouldn't be able to run a marathon and still would be stuck in the no speaking land, avoiding land that doesn't serve anyone, <laughs> not that person and not everyone around him or her or you. Am I right? So the compound effect is either about taking action, small actions every single day, even though you don't see immediate results, but it's also the negative compound effect about not taking action, avoiding, not learning, not participating. That's also the compound effect that has negative results. And it takes you away from where you want to be, further away from where you want to be. Now, here's the biggest problem with that. We live in an age of instant gratification. We want to see results now. 
I remember that when I was a kid, there was no cable TV and there was definitely no internet. And when I wanted to watch TV, I had to wait till 5.30 p.m. and just wait to see whatever show they'd be broadcasting. And now my daughters don't understand this concept. Like if they want to watch Peppa Pig, they would want to watch it right now, whatever episode they choose to watch, and they can pause it and come back to it. Instant gratification. They get what they want right away. They don't know how to wait for it. And there are a lot of kind of like false promises out there. Learn English in three months. Become fluent in two weeks. I mean, that's bad marketing anyway, but really? And people believe it because they don't want to put in the hard work and they don't want to work hard. They want to be able to speak fluently now. They want to take that one course and show up once a week for two hours every week and they want to speak fluently afterwards. But that's not how it works because it doesn't matter who you go to, where you study, what they teach you, if you don't make decisions to apply the work, to do the practice on your own, to improve yourself, to speak up, you wouldn't reap the benefits of all the work that you've put in. No one can give you what you need except for you. No one can help you become fluent except for you. And it has everything to do with the small decisions that you make every single day. And here's one more thing about decisions. When I teach, I tell my students, you gotta create for yourself small, sustainable tasks, and you gotta break it down into actionable items. I feel like I just spoke gibberish right now, but it's like when you want to achieve something, to learn something new, let's say to improve your R in English or to learn a certain tense or a grammar rule, then instead of saying, I need to improve my grammar or I need to learn new words, you got to be very, very specific and to break it down to small tasks and small units. And every day you need to commit to doing one small thing that will bring you forward, that will push you a little closer to where you want to be. And a lot of times people are so eager and when they're motivated, they're like, I should take advantage of the fact that I'm motivated right now and I'll put in a lot of work. And I'll memorize a hundred words and I'll watch a bunch of YouTube videos and I'll implement it and I'll even go and speak for two hours. Great. So you've invested five hours in one day to really improve. And then the next day you're like, oh, that's okay. I've done so much yesterday. And the following day is like, no, I've done enough for the entire week. And then after that, you're like, well, it was so demanding to invest five hours a day. I don't have the time for it. And then you don't do it. So instead of like putting in a lot of work at one time and then not doing anything, how about small actions? 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day, 
By the way, this is exactly why I created a special feature in my program, Accent Makeover, called the Daily Practice Toolkit, which is a 10-minute guided practice record audio recording where I actually guide my students through their daily practice. And it's only 10 minutes. So I made it a no-brainer for them so they don't have to search for content every day. It's something different. And I cover all the most important things within the period of two months and additional bonuses. And I tell them what they need to do. So I know that it'll be easier for them to take action. And I don't make it more than 10 minutes. And for people who have just finished my program, I tell them, stop doing the work, go into the practice toolkit, Invest 10 minutes every day, not more than that, because I know they'll be able to stick to it. It's sustainable. It's reasonable, feasible. Any other word with bull that you can think of, it is that. But also, I know that if they do it consistently every single day, they'll see results, even if they don't see results after having practiced for 10 days. And I do have my students that take that one recording and they listen to it like three times a day. <laughs> but that's another story. I All I'm asking is to commit for one hour, trusting the work and trusting the compound effect. And that's what they need. 10 minutes, five minutes, five minutes a day. That's better than nothing. But five minutes a day, every day, it's half an hour a week. It's two hours a month. Maybe it doesn't sound like much, but it's two hours more than what you might be putting in right now. And listening to this podcast is not practice, <laughs> okay? Right now you're consuming content. You are being motivated to take action, but don't consider this to be your English practice. Unless you're sitting with a transcript and you're marking all the words that you don't know or all the stress words and you're repeating what I'm saying. That's active practice, but just listening to this podcast is not practice, okay? So don't fool yourself. I mean, don't hit pause right now. Keep on listening, but understand that this is not your practice. So instant gratification doesn't really help us achieve our goals. And if you want to achieve true success, it all comes down to the compound effect and in the book, he tells the story of many, many successful people. And when you listen to their stories and their histories, then you realize that it was all about all the hard work put in day in and day out without knowing whether or not it's going to lead to the success, but with conviction that that's the only way to succeed. He also talks in the book about the ripple effect where he says that whenever you take action or whenever something changes in your life, it doesn't only change that one thing that you're working on, it causes a ripple effect and it starts affecting other areas in your life or even other people. For example, me investing time and energy into my business, creating content every single day, allowed my husband to quit his job and to join me on my team. And gradually we hired another person and then another person and then another person. So we were able to grow our team, allowing them to do something that they love and to contribute to our audience 
and to be a part of this thing that is a little bigger than me just making YouTube videos. So my decision to show up every single week and create content has allowed people on my team to be of a part of something that they believe in. But also it has helped thousands of people around the world. So me deciding to show up every single week, despite the fact that I didn't see any results, any real results, allowed me eventually to reach more people and to actually deliver my message and the way I see things and how I simplify English to people who would never had the opportunity of coming across my content or my teaching had I not put in all that previous work, right? That's the ripple effect. And, you know, every now and then I get a DM from someone telling me, I just had an amazing job interview and I got the job and it's thanks to you because I applied all the things that you've taught me and I've watched this video and that video and I did this. And I'm like, me making that particular video that made them take action or resist the the inhibitions that might have come up for them, that specific video that I created is the result of the compound effect. And the impact that it had on these people's lives is the ripple effect. So let's come back to English and to you and ask yourself, what may happen if you would actually invest in your English make a change, make a difference. What would be the outcome? Maybe you would get a better job. Maybe you would meet new people and those people would introduce you to other people. And those other people may offer you something that you've been dreaming of. You never know. How would it inspire your family to take action? Or how could it inspire I've had students that started going really deep into English, like practicing every day with their kids and at home, and that inspire their kids to start learning English and practicing with them, and then it had impact on their kids. Or I had students that started practicing diligently every day our work in English, in our courses, in our programs, and have started to take action in regards to other aspects of their lives, started to work out and started building their own business and making YouTube videos because feeling accomplished in one area inspires you to start taking action in other areas. That's the ripple effect. In the book, he gave an example of a woman who was overweight and she was one of his employees and she came up to him and said, oh, you see that woman? She runs a marathon and I would never be able to do that. So he sat her down and he said, okay, what does that mean for you to run a marathon? She was like, you know, a horrible experience. And why would you want to run a marathon? She'd be like, I, I don't want to run a marathon. What would you like to work towards? And then she said, well, I do have a reunion coming up in a few months and I would want to feel good about myself and to look good. And he said, okay, you don't need to run a marathon, but how about taking a walk for five minutes every day? Could you do that? She was like, mm, yeah, I guess I could. 
So she would take a walk for five minutes every single day. And then after a week, he asked her, how about running for five minutes every day instead of walking? Well, you know, after having walked for one week, she was like, okay, I'll try. And then she started running for five minutes every day. And after a week, he asked her, how about running for seven minutes every day? And then for 10 minutes and then for 15 minutes to make a long story short. And I think I have modified it a bit. She started running every day for like 20, 30 minutes. And then because of the energy that she had gained from running, she stopped eating junk and she started eating more healthy. And within a year or so, this woman has lost I want to say 80 pounds, but I don't remember exactly the number, but it was pretty significant. And she started coaching other women on losing weight. So again, like taking a walk for five minutes every day and then doing something a bit more every single day is the essence of the compound effect. And the ripple effect is her starting to eat healthy. And then the ripple effect is her starting to coach other women. And then the ripple effect is her building a business around coaching other women. So small, smart decisions can help you change the course of your life, ultimately. Now, to wrap it up, let's talk about the compound effect in English and the things that you could do as of today, every single day to help you get better. So one of the things, and I talk about it all of the time, is to stop avoiding. Every time you avoid, you prevent yourself from a practice opportunity. Now, it's not just about not speaking that day, it's about not speaking that day and the next day and the next day, losing courage and feeling incapable. And that, also prevents you from the actual practice of English and the actual practice of English helps you become more fluent. So stop avoiding. Another thing you could do is just decide to read out loud every single day for 10 minutes a day. Things that you would read anyway. Change your phone to English, all the settings, and only handle things in English. Try to write as much as you can in English. Small decisions that would go a long, long way. Find someone to speak with an hour a week. Switch to English when you speak to your partner or to your friend for 15 minutes a day. Just do that. You'd be like, yeah, we did it, but it didn't work for us. Of course it didn't, because you can't see the results right away, only in the long run. And a lot of times people say, Yeah, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, this doesn't bother me anymore. But it doesn't bother you anymore because you've taken action. You've studied it. You did something. Commit to learning something new and applying it right away. So not just consuming content, but also consuming content and applying it right away. Which means don't learn new things before you integrate and implement what you've already learned through daily practice, in a conversation, speaking to yourself. Heck, decide to speak to yourself once a day 
Start making live videos on Instagram. Join the Influency community and upload weekly video discussions every single week. I can tell you some incredible success stories from this community. We've had this community for over a year. And every week I ask people to upload a video talking about something. Every now and then we have challenges. And by the way, join the Influency community on Facebook. And I have seen the massive impact it had on people simply by recording a video every single week. Massive impact. And it shows, like you yourself, you could go into the group and look at some of the videos of the members and then look at some of their first videos and see the huge difference. They didn't think that every video made them better, but in the long run, it has. So you could decide on recording yourself once a day, making a video once a week, but being consistent. One of the methods that I teach is the video practice technique where you take a topic and you make a video about it every single day for a week. And every day you watch the previous video, you decide to change one or two things and then you re-record it. And a lot of people quit after the third or fourth day. They say, it didn't help me. <laughs> or I just felt it's getting worse. Of course, you've become aware. It makes us cringe and perform poorly. But after you get past it, you start seeing the light. You start seeing how it actually makes a difference. How you've become so aware of things. How you're not making the same mistakes. Don't quit after three days, eight days, one month because you haven't seen results. That's why people fail, because they expect to see results and they don't, so they stop doing the smart actions that would get them results, okay? So reading out loud, recording yourself, making videos, engaging in conversations, not avoiding, reading out loud, doing meditation exercises, listening to my podcast with a transcript, download the transcript on Hadar Shemesh forward slash Influency Podcast and go to this week's episode or every episode that you listen to, download the transcript, mark the important words, repeat it. That would get your results. Not the first time you do it. <laughs> okay, you've gotten the point. Good. Now, I want you to decide right now from all the things that I recommended or anything that comes to your mind right now, I want you to take this moment to decide what you're going to be doing every single day from today until the end of the month or until the end of the upcoming 30 days. Because if it's the 29th of the month or when you're listening to this, it's not a fair game. <laughs> so within the next 30 days. The 30-day challenge, one thing that you'll be doing consistently every single day, come rain or come shine, and we all get busy, but decide to commit to it. And once you make it a habit, try to keep on doing it. And then don't ask yourself if it has helped you. Just keep on doing it and then see the impact that it has a few months into it because you will see it. Okay, you won't see incremental growth, 
but exponential delayed growth, if that makes sense. Okay, thank you so, so much for tuning in. If you want to share your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, I would love to hear from you. So come on over to my website, Hadar Shemesh forward slash Influency Podcast. Go to today's episode and leave a comment there. You can also send me a DM on Instagram at hadar.accentsway. And if you can, I would love for you to come on over to iTunes, if you listen to this on iTunes, and rate and review the podcast there. So you can actually leave me a message there. And by that, help the podcast reach more and more people. And I would be forever grateful. Thank you so, so much again. And I will catch you next time on the Influency Podcast. Podcast.